0: We've come out of these first few verses in First Timothy chapter 2 with the heart of God. That he desires all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. The heart and the desire of the Lord needs to be our heart and our desire. And he comes out of that section uh, to really move in that same argumentation when he says, For we have one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. Here's that wonderful word that we see, all. We saw it in verse 1. All kinds of prayers for all men. And we see it in verse 2, kings and all who are in authority. And we see it later as God desires all men to be saved. And now we see the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all. Are you getting the point? (laughs) Paul is driving this home. This is for everybody. It's not an exclusive gospel. It's a universal gospel. It's for all the nations. And that's the desire of God. I want to point something out. He makes a declaration that in our day and age is so very important to understand. We have one God. We have one God and we're accountable to him. We have one God and we're not God. We have one sovereign, powerful, majestic, omnipotent God. And we're accountable to him because he's the source of all life. He's the source of the law, which is the standard that we fall miserably short of. There is one God, and we need to know that. And then there's only one mediator between God and men, and that is the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. What a glorious truth! I love that little track. It's an old track that has a canyon with God on one side and we're on the other side as man. And there is a huge canyon between us and there's no possible way to get to the other side. And then the next slide shows the cross being the bridge to come to God. And this this verse right here is what that's about that it is through Jesus and Jesus alone that we can come to God the Father, the one God of the universe, the one God that we're accountable to, the one God that we should fear. The only way we can come to the Father is through Jesus Christ. Jesus made that clear. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by me. And folks, there has never been more of a, a more powerful time to preach this message. Is everyone is trying to find the meaning and purpose of life and find your spirituality and find the God that's within you. And it is all heresy. There is one God, and there's only one way to get to that God, and there's only one way to, to see the mercy and the grace of God before it out, and that is through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself a ransom for all. Wow. Now Paul moves on, and I love this verse because it's. It tickles me because Paul says for this, in other words, for that gospel that we talked about, that Jesus Christ is the ransom for all, the desire of heart to be saved, all men be saved and come to the knowledge knowledge of the truth, that glorious, beautiful gospel of the blessed God, the grace that's more than abundant. It's for this I was appointed a preacher. Apostle, he's a proclaimer of that truth and the glorious gospel. And for this, it's for that message that I'm appointed a preacher and apostle. And, And I love what he does here as he's flowing with his argumentation. It's beautiful words that he says, I'm telling the truth, I'm not lying. Watch what he says, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Now, remember chapter 1, there were men that were in the church that wanted to be teachers of the law, obviously, obviously inclined to be Judaizers. And Paul I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying. This message, this proclamation, this ransom that was given for all is really for all. It's for all men. It is for all nations. And I am a teacher of the Gentiles. Wow. And this day and age, that would have been, wow, that's a universal message. Folks, I have to take a brief pause and say, are we praying this way in the church as we watch the grievous sins around the globe of injustice and hatred and terrorism? Are we praying the desire of God? Are we committed to the gospel to be proclaimed to all nations? Are we? I want to ask you, dearly beloved, are we? Well, I have to tell you, this is where we should break out in prayer. Will you join me and pray? Lord Jesus Christ, give us the power to know the words to pray by your Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, we come before you and we pray this passage. We beg you. We come and We kneel at the cross of Calvary in gratefulness and thanksgiving for what you've done, your wondrous and glorious gospel, the administration which you've entrusted to us by faith. Oh, we come on behalf of all men. We pray for, first of all, our kings and all who are in authority. We pray for our president. We pray for our Congress. We pray for our governors and our mayors. Oh, Lord, we pray for all the world leaders around the universe. Oh, Lord, we pray right now that you would work. And, Lord, you tell us. That nothing's impossible for you. We believe that and we pray, Lord, help our unbelief. And we come, we know that if we have the faith of just the size of a tiny mustard seed, we can command a mountain to be moved and thrown into the ocean. So therefore, we know it's not asking too much from a holy, powerful, omnipotent God to bow before you and say, Lord, all those who are in authority right now, In our cities, in our states, and in the world and continents. Stop them now. Wake them up in their sleep. Stop them now. And let them think right now how desperate they are without a relationship with the living God through Jesus Christ, the Lord. Bring to mind right now, in the name of Jesus, bring to mind the gospel, the glorious gospel of grace. Bring to mind the finished work of Jesus as he died and was buried and rose again. Have them, Lord, please draw them to repentance where they turn and walk in the opposite direction and turn from their sin and turn to the grace that is more than abundant. May they find the glorious gospel of the blessed God May they join us in the ranks of those being saved. Lord, do that work. We pray for our judges. We pray for those that are our wardens in prison. Stop them now, right now, wherever they are, and have them think of the message and the glorious gospel of Jesus dying and was buried and rose again. Open their eyes that they might see the truth. Have them reach for a Bible and open to John 14, 6 that says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no and comes to the Father but by me. Oh, Lord, Lord, would you please... Would you please you? We know it's your desire to draw them. We pray for those that are in prison and those that are in bondage to drugs and alcohol and crime. We pray in the name of Jesus that those chains would be broken and that they would be free. Lord Jesus, help me to believe as you've done in the past and help my unbelief, Lord, that you can empty the jails work in revival in your church, a revival to pray the desires of the heart of God as we see here in First Timothy chapter 2. May we forever be grateful for the glorious gospel, but forever be a proclaimer with Paul. To all nations, this message, this message that is not exclusive for the rich, but for the rich and the poor, for the needy and the hungry. Lord, your gospel reaches to every area of life. May there be a revival of restoration in our relationship with our Heavenly Father. In Jesus' glorious name. And now to Him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond what we ask or think. Be the glory and honor and praise forever and ever, and now to the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, the honor and glory, forever and ever. Amen.